Hello and welcome to the PHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of PHBC. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. (laughs) Y'all, it's going to be a good day because we are back in the word of the Lord. We are finishing our Christmas Bible study series. We've been in Matthew, we went to Luke, and today we're back in Matthew. So just to set the stage, we started all the way back with Abraham and walked through the genealogy to Jesus. We saw the angels speak to Mary and then to Joseph. We saw Jesus himself being born. We saw last week's shepherds, and this week we've got wise men. Um, Why why didn't we do the genealogy in Luke? Why don't we do the genealogy of Luke? Because it's December only has a few weeks, and I... (laughs) Because you already preached on the genealogy of Luke, and so if anyone wants to see that, you just find PB's sermon from, oh, that would have been probably mid to late 2018, roughly. (laughs) Here's Matthew 2, verses 1 through 12. Read along with us, if you would. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me him, or sorry, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed on their own to their own country by another way. And so they did. And so they did. Uh, so, if you're like me, you enjoy driving around uh, neighborhoods this time of year, looking at all the Christmas lights. I especially love the nativity sets; they are beautiful. Uh, so you always have Mary, Joseph, Jesus. If you want to get fancier, maybe there's the, the outline of the stable with the star. If you want to keep on going, there's the animals, and then there's the shepherds, and then there's one. And if uh, you were to get really fancy, then you can put a Santa Claus next to it. <laughs> I was building up to the wise men, not Santa, but, but yeah. sure. I thought yeah. Santa was a wise man. <laughs> what word? Um, the biggest of nativities even have the wise men present slight problem with that, they weren't there. Uh, We're told in the beginning of this chapter, after Jesus was born, they have to travel all the way from the east, they go to Herod first, they're in Jerusalem, then they travel to Bethlehem, and then they get there. Um, By this point, Jesus is a young child, so again, we don't know specifics, but uh, certainly wasn't the night of his birth, Um, so just not to, you know, destroy your front yard nativity, but biblical accuracy is important. (laughs) 
Now that that hobby horse is out of the way, Pastor Brian, help us uh, understand what's going on here. Herod the king, I thought that the people of God here, the Jews, were under Roman rule. What's going on? So Herod would have been, so he has a family lineage of, um, of kings in, in, in that area. He, he, and then we learn of Herod later in the book of Acts, that would be um, a son of Herod, or is that a grandson of Herod? I think it's a son of Herod uh, later. And so there's, there, are, there are many Herods. This Herod uh, would have been a puppet king of the Roman Empire, so mm-hmm. he would have been put in place to, to, to rule uh, that area, but not to rule in the sense that he was sovereign. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was certainly under the thumb of Rome um, as he ruled, but he, uh, this particular Herod was a, was a wicked, wicked man. Uh, not, that, not that the other Herods weren't wicked, but I, this one, he puts the others to shame, I think, in, in, in the level of his wickedness. Um, so we, we, we didn't read it today, but he actually, the reason he ascertains the, uh, the time when, when the child was born is so that he can uh, go back um, and kill all the toddlers in Bethlehem. So Jesus would have been two or three uh, by this time, and so he could kill, kill all of those uh, children. And so, yeah, he, he was a wicked man. Indeed he was, and to read that, you pick up the very next verse, verse 13, to the end of Matthew 2, is, is that uh, retelling. Um, so that's who Herod was. Who are these wise men? They're, they're three kings, right, as the song go- goes? We three kings of Orient. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> that's who they are. don't know why it says Orient. But well, because that's the east. They're from the east. Is they're all of the east the Orient? Yes. Really? So that's, the Becky, second, that's the second piece of trivia. My wife know. is from the Orient, given that she's from Delaware. Well, is that <laughs> east of Bethlehem? No, if not. you keep going, you'll get there. <laughs> so who are the wise men? <laughs> they would have been um, magi. Um, other translations, other Bible translations say so. Um, they were men from the Orient. They were they were wise men. They were. They, they likely would have known something of astrology, and so why, why is this star? That star is not normally there. Why is that star there? <laughs> um, and so they were, uh, they, they weren't, they, they would not have been Jews. Uh, they would have been pagan uh, from a Jewish perspective, uh, but they see the star and they're intrigued, and so they follow the star and to figure out what the significance of this is. I've, I've heard that their role could be connected to the role that Daniel played when he was in exile in Babylon as one of these um, wise men, prophetic types. Do you see any overlap there? Or would you say, man, probably not? Uh, that would be speculation. Okay. Um, but so the Roman, so they're likely coming from what would be present-day Saudi Arabia, that general area, uh, whether it's actually Saudi Arabia or whether it's a neighboring state or not, that's secondary. But they're coming from that general area. Um, I don't think, so during the first century, um, or right at the turn of the millennia, I don't, so the Daniel, well that would have been, so the Babylonian Empire is already, it's long since over, and the Greek, Empire is already crumbled as well at this time, even though the, the language of the day would have been Greek mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. 
Um, so I, I don't know. Could have been, but I think that's just speculation. Okay. I just I found that a bit of a helpful way, just because again, not kings in the sense of you know monarchs, but you know more of the the wise men, the magi, as you alluded to. Helpful for us to understand, um, and then to their credit, their wisdom—they have it better and how, than and how many wise men were there? Well, uh, we were going to get to that. So more than one, and that's all we know. There weren't three. There might have been. There could have been twelve. There could have only been two. There could have been thirty-eight. Maybe not thirty-eight. I don't know. We don't. Know. I from where I'm at, it seems that we associate three because of the three gifts of the gold, frankincense. Your money's on seven. Your money's on that's, seven. That's the perfect number. That in, indeed it is. So sure, but yeah, certainly don't want to take anything to the bank. We just we see the plural, and so we know. Except I, the gold that they're bringing. Take that to the bank. <laughs> Precisely. At least two, maybe more. I don't know. We'll ask Jesus when we meet him. He was there. Um, to their credit, they understand what's going on far better than this Jewish king Herod and even his scribes and wise men, if you will. They come and say, where is he who's born, been born king of the Jews? We saw his star and we've come to worship him. And Herod goes, "But give me a minute. Chief priests, scribes, uh, where was the Christ to be born again? Oh, Bethlehem. Oh, right, because of what the prophet foretold. Then Herod tries to start his scheme and we get there. But I, I just find it interesting that they have to scramble to get their ducks in a row and figure out what's happening where the wise men are like, all right, we're ready to worship him. Let's get to it. Well, I think it's... Um, so I, I, it's... They are to be commended, the, not the wise men per se, but the scribes and the chief priests that they knew mm -hmm. it was Bethlehem. Yep. Um, so the wise men didn't know it was Bethlehem. They were, oh, they were, they yeah. were coming yeah, yeah. to find the child. They didn't know where the child would be. Um, and so the, the scribes and the chief priests knew enough of the Hebrew scriptures to know that, that it was going to be from Bethlehem. Uh, they had read the prophet Micah. Um, and they were familiar that he was coming. Uh, now, against the scribes and the Pharisees, or chief priests rather, they, they, weren't, uh, they weren't looking for him. Yeah. Uh, they weren't anticipating him. Whereas these... Uh, wise men from the east were um, looking and anticipating. They just didn't know exactly where to find it. That's helpful. Thank you for that. Uh, so, upon this realization, Herod gets them together, lays out the plan. He sends them, saying, go find him wherever he may be, and then bring me that I may worship him. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He doesn't want to worship him. He wants to kill him. Watch out. Um, and Thank so... Danger, Will, Rod Will, Will, Will Rogers. Danger, danger. There you go. Um, and so they go, and despite Herod's best directions, God does one better and actually has this star move in such a way that they are able to track it to the very house that Jesus is in. So this is not simply, oh, well, they, you know, north is that way because the north star. No, this is a miraculous event where the star itself leads them directly to where they need to be. Speaking of fun star things, have you heard about this, uh, the Christmas star that we will get to experience in these next few weeks? The Christmas star. So it's not actually a star, it's just uh, Jupiter and Saturn will be right on top of each other, and their combined brightness makes it look like a, like a super big star. And it's only happened like once in the last like 200-some years, and this time it's in Christmas, so I don't know. 
has nothing to do with our passage. It just... Are you suggesting that's what happened? By <laughs> no, I'm not. I Though I am suggesting that God is sovereign enough to do whatever he wanted to do. And so if he wanted to have every single planet aligned together to make this star and then move it with his finger to the very house where Jesus was, he could do that and more. I'm just saying, if y'all happen to look up in the sky over the next couple of days and see this really bright thing, now you know what it is. It's Jupiter and Saturn right on top of each other. Moving on, they get to where the child was, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Um, and then I love the escalation that Matthew puts in it. So they've been kind of pumped from the get-go. The star stops, they get to the house, they're you know just champing at the bit to get in, they're rejoicing, they have great joy, and when they get in, they fall down and worship him. Uh, Pastor Brian, just for the record, uh, who are we called to worship in scripture? Is Jesus the right answer to that? Oh, I was going for God and then to connect this as a claim, a way to show that Jesus is God. But, but yeah, sure, always good to answer Jesus. <laughs> God, Jesus, the Bible. There it is. Um, but we don't worship the Bible. So, no, no. We, yeah, we worship God. This, this certainly would be an affirmation, again, to his deity of who Jesus is, that he is not, he's not just a baby. He is a baby, uh, but he is God in the flesh. So he is to be worshipped. Exactly. So this is the precise, correct response to greeting this child. I like what it says there when it says, and you kind of went over this. I'm surprised that with your effervescent self that you didn't actually deal more with this. Uh, that they, when they saw the sort, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. It's, it's like they're they're piling it on there. It's that well, they rejoiced exceedingly, but how do they with with great joy? Yeah. And so it's not just. You say, okay, you've already, when you say you, they rejoice exceedingly, you've already implied that it's great joy. Or you say it's great joy, meaning, well, that's implying that they're rejoicing. But no, Matthew piles it on, on top of each other. They rejoiced exceedingly with great joy uh, to let us know that this was really a, um, we might say in the South that they were thrown down right there. Thrown you're you're going to have to unpack that for this mid-Atlantic they were Native. they were they were throwing down some worship. Is what they were doing. Throwing down some worship. That's what they were doing. There you have it. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. And then after throwing down the worship, they opened their treasures. Let me take you down to South Carolina so you can experience it for yourself. Can't wait. They offered him gifts: gold <laughs> and frankincense and myrrh. What? 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 Why these three? Any any thoughts, comments on on these particular gifts? Um, yeah, there are lots of theories on these gifts. Um, some people would say, well, the gold, uh, for example. Uh, I've heard that now, and this, this the Bible nowhere explains yeah. why these three gifts, and so this is again speculation. But some, well, the gold, perhaps, uh, you know, Joseph was a carpenter; he wasn't a man of great means. And, and so uh, perhaps they used the gold as, as I, I've heard the theory, where, where they were able to purchase um, uh, you know, study materials for, you know, and give, give Jesus training mm -hmm. in Torah um, uh, instruction. Not, not that he needed it, per se, because he was God, mm -hmm. but um, you know, per, perhaps they used those, the money for that. The, the frankincense and the myrrh, these would be spices, um, which, which would go then to perhaps, um, as the theory goes, to point to uh, what he came to do. He came to die and then yeah. he was anointed with spices 
which was a common practice. It wasn't just for Jesus. That was a common practice to hold down the stench of a de- of a decaying body. Mm-hmm. And so, so the frankincense and myrrh uh, uh, would be a foretelling of what he's what he's coming to do. And so, but ultimately, we don't know why why those three gifts because the scripture never explicitly says. But sure. But what we can't take away is these are significant gifts. This is not a, oh, we need, quick, run into CVS they, to they grab. They the Dollar Tree. No, the, these. these are significant gifts, both in the cost and then also in the in the weight and the worth that they show that Christ, that Jesus has. Um, so these just, again, we've read the, the previous ten verses. We see just the significance of what is going on here, who this child is, and they recognize it not only in their initial recognition of the star, in their joyful excitement at getting there, at their worship of them when they do, but then also their gifts. This is all together painting the picture that they kind of have their finger on who Jesus is. And then by way of uh, application, we should too, that we should see the significance of who Jesus is um, in the wise men's response. Um, And then uh, verse 12, just to finish this little section, being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Uh, Joseph is about to get a very similar dream about the dangers of Herod. He's going to take um, Jesus and Mary down to Egypt for a time. Um, but yeah, yeah, the wise men um, showing their allegiance is not to this human king, Herod, um, but is uh, in this regard to God. They then um, kind of take the, uh, the road less traveled to get back home so as to avoid Herod. So... There's uh, there's Matthew 2. Y'all, there is so much more that we could get into, um, but I hope that you've enjoyed these few weeks of Christmas Bible study. These are some of my favorite podcasts with Pastor Brian, just getting him to share his wisdom on such matters. Pastor Brian, a final word to close us out on our Christmas Bible study. What gifts are you bringing to Jesus? Whoa, he went there. What gifts am I bringing to Jesus? Uh, Car a bum bum <laughs> Definitely not a drum. And uh, nothing of worth, though my life is his, but it's his because he bought it himself. Which is kind of like when you're a parent and your child gets you a gift that you bought with your own money. That is all I have to offer to Christ is nothing but what he has already given to me. Well said. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. You all have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. We will look forward to joining you back in 2021. For now, God bless you. This has been the PHBC Pastors Podcast.